Uga Buga, Tamanolu, Nanaru, Mamishu, Balali, Baba. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, Ete General Romero. This is my This is Joey Janela. This is the self-made Savage Cash Flow Cambroe. This is MBK Murder by Kicks, Matt Travis. Gentlemen, this is the superhero Monte. This is Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, as if you didn't already know, and I'm better than you. This is the man of steel, Mike Verna. This is the great and powerful Big O. Green Machine, Mike Orlando. This is Ms. New York. This is Nikki Adams. What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the effing machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. Hello, this is Ricochet. Hey, guys, this is Sonia Strong. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Hello, everybody out there listening on listening to us on the computer or listening to us while they're taking the dump. My name is Avenging Ben. Did you? No, oh, God. I'm the Laurie Ramundo. And welcome to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, where we go up and down the weird and wacky world of pro wrestling and talk about the most interesting parts of the week. Ray, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Tired. It's been a long week. It has been a very yeah. long week. For we those who don't wrestling. Wrestling, 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 wrestling. Graduations. Oh, graduations. Yeah, yeah, you went to a graduation this week. I think I went to my brother's graduation this week. How long was your was your siblings or family's graduation? Was it more than three hours? Uh, it was actually my little cousin's yesterday. It was about three hours. Oh, God, you poor soul. <laughs> well, I did have something related to wrestling. It's like wrestling, we cannot get away from wrestling. What happened? Brian XL's theme started playing during the graduation. Oh, and I start to look around like, wait, no. So definitely, so definitely, since graduation uh, ceremonies taken and uh, take a fucking eternity, you will need the man of faith to get you through this. <laughs> you will need God. some faith. But we do say congratulations to all those that did graduate this week, no but, matter where you go, and if it's from elementary to middle school, middle school to high school. But those that are going to college, and if, and if you're going, if you're going to high school, have fucking fun, man. Nah, 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 nah. To anybody yeah. going to high school, I have no fucking sympathy. God damn. Hey, my little cousin's going to high school. Man, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Oh god. <laughs> but yeah, busy week for all of us. Crazy week, and we're gonna get to all the weird and wonderful news in the world of wrestling and all the developments. Well, but we're also, it's going to be a somber episode as well. We're going to try to be somewhat serious because today, m- this whole week has been marking the 10 years of the incident with Chris Benoit. Yeah. Just to jump right into it, we're, we're going to try and keep this on the brief side, but we're also going to try and hit all the key points with us because, yeah, it has been 10 years since this happened, and it is... Something that, like it or not, has shaped the world of wrestling, especially WWE, to this day. Ray, what was your reaction when it happened? Like, were you watching wrestling when it happened, and how did you react to it? Okay, so that was in 2007. I remember, ironically, two weeks before that was the segment that Vince McMahon dies in a limo explosion. So I remember that that week was supposed to be a segment where they were going to do a funeral for Vince. And it starts off with Vince in the center of the ring. 
in an empty arena, and I'm like, what's happening? And I thought you died. Okay. <laughs> and Vince is tearing up and mentioning Chris Benoit just passed away. Which? So I'm a little kid at that point, and I just started to bawl because I'm like, I just grew up on this guy. This is a guy we all watched when we were younger, and it's like, how? What just happened? It it was one of the few moments in in wrestling where things got one hundred percent real. It was kind of insane. Yeah, it was. It's something that because we were wrestling fans around the same time. I had got. I got. I got into it. I got into wrestling literally three months after this happened. And uh, when I when someone explained to me what it was, it was one of the most legitimately shocking things I'd ever heard. It's real. But he it didn't real, know who Chris Benoit was, right? At least I knew. Someone. I knew of him. I learned about him after the fact. I I got a lot of wrestling okay. DVDs. I got through either friends lending them to me or buying them or being gifted. Because once you announce that you're a wrestling fan to like friends and families, they basically just. They buy you that for birthdays and Christmases and stuff. So yeah, I got a lot. Yeah, basically. Okay. Got a lot of got a lot of wrestling DVDs and a lot of them had Chris Benoit on it. Especially the first wrestling DVD I ever got, which was WrestleMania 23, that had a match with him on it. And yeah, I always liked I always liked his stuff. I always liked his style. And yeah, all this time passed. It really is one of those moments that has shaped wrestling. Yeah, now. this it, is what's sad that it is a taboo. Topic. So even right now, a lot of people are going to have bad thoughts about it. This is going to be an episode that it may be controversial. It may be a controversial episode because I know a lot of people are going to disagree with what we have to say. Because I think all three of us. Because yes, Mike, we forgot to mention why Mike isn't here. Yeah, for, we did forget to mention that. I'm sorry. We gee, it's almost as if this is the second time we're recording this. Weird. Is it? It feels like maybe it's a missed take. Missed take. I don't well, you'll you'll find out later we'll find what out that joke means. But again, means. We, we promised we promised we'd keep this more serious. So let's yep. keep. On so the this note. isn't this isn't let's about jokes. Him. This is trying we'll mention, to make sure we'll make sure we mention where Mike is in the second half of the show, where things can get more fun. But as for right now, uh, let's let's bring it down a little bit because yep. yeah, Chris Benoit at this time. If you watch those episodes of ECW leading up to Night of Champions 07, yeah, it's kind of haunting to watch those knowing what we know now. Because watching him, like, watch, look, looking, look at his face. That is a man who is not well. And seeing him grip his head in pain because from what i've heard when they did an mri on that dude i think before or after the fact his brain resembled that of an alzheimer's patient yeah he was supposed to be a potato but he was a man walking and competing in a ring which is scary to think at any point he could have collapsed and he would have been a, oh sorry he, he oh, could have been he, the man very well could have been a vegetable but he kept working I've also, heard of something to, to mention, though, because you mentioned the different style at those last few days. You have to put into effect also, he was trying to be a heel. Because remember, yeah. the, the payoff for this was actually Benoit versus CM Punk that it was supposed to be for the ECW title. I recall. So it may be, it's, a, it's different. It depends on how you see it. If we look at it just from a wrestler's perspective, it's him being a heel, so he's going to act more ruthless. 
the expressions are going to be different. But if you we, look at it based on fact, it's like, okay, you see something different in it. Definitely. And like from what you've told me off the air, didn't like did, a lot of information about the, the mental state he was in came to light after the fact. Oh, yes, definitely. A lot of stuff that he was sending text messages to guys like Chavo Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. There was a notebook that he literally broke down how much he was just not there. He was on the road, but it wasn't Chris Benoit anymore. Because that's what also we have to separate this. That his the, We're talking about also the man that's known as Christopher Michael Benoit. We have to that break is, this down as it's an actual person. It's not just the do, guy that started as Pegasus Kid, not the guy that was in Japan, Mexico, ECW, ECW. WCW. It's the guy that actually had, after so many years of trauma, he had a problem. Yeah, it's it's that's the thing because like, can you in good conscience say to yourself that Chris Benoit was one of the best in-ring performers, was an amazing technical wrestler, is one of the best people to work with and a consummate professional who had a spot in the Hall of Fame waiting for him? Yes, you can say that. You can also say, wow, that was a deeply disturbed, wrecked human being who committed a horrible crime. You gotta, in these situations, you gotta separate the wrestler from the man in the yeah. in situations like this. Yeah, because so, like, take off the gimmick. Pers- from my you perspective, really have to take it off. I've seen a lot of people, like a lot of wrestlers, say a lot of vile, horrible shit. Not just wrestlers, like public figures, celebrities, do and say a lot of horrible things that tarnishes pretty much their legacy forever. Like, Chris Benoit had a five-star career. The man earned every single accolade he got, and in just three days... is. said that people have done it but that's the thing at the same time people have said things and have done certain acts that are like okay that's questionable this is murder so it's like at the same time we can't defend it like uh with china having that be pornography the backstage that is, beef that is that's something thing. else that it is, is taboo thing. to when the it wwe to, it's taboo but it's, it's 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 taboo in the same way like to the ways that that pornography is taboo. It's just like with China, it really is just sort of backstage politics. It's it's taboo in a backstage politics sense. She has beef. She had beef with Stephanie McMahon and Hunter. She did some pornography, but then again, we're talking about Chris Benoit, who committed a crime, who did That's a horrible thing. thing. Also, what we have to get to the fans, I really do want those that are listening in right now know how to differentiate those two. It's not the same. Yes, they're both taboo. But please note that there's people that have done those stupid acts. Like you can mention China doing porn. That was just something else. That's her life. Hogan saying what he said. But don't compare it to this because this man had the problem that he had. It ha- whatever happened, happened. But you can't compare the two. Yes, WWE has blocked them all. And they basically put them in a category of they should never be spoken again. But you can't compare and compare it to be the same. You just can't. It's not in the same, they're not in the same boat at all. So we're talking about this whole, like, the state he was in, like, his brain basically resembling that of an Alzheimer's patient by the end of his run, which is scary to think about. Like, I fear, like, Daniel Daniel Bryan, who is now famous for having a lot of head trauma and injuries, what the kind of state he would be in if he was wrestling 10 years ago 
the one shred of silver lining I can get out of this whole horrible thing 10 years to the day is that WWE is probably look, looking after their employees a lot better and is ensuring that they're always getting checked, always doing physicals, always checking their heads to make sure that they're not on the brink of something horrible like this, which I think is actually the one scrimp of a silver lining you can get out of this whole thing. That's the thing that I'm, I'm glad that they are now. Though certain, certain competitors do say they don't because, ironically, CM Punk, that weirdly enough, is involved in both these cases. Being yeah, he's like, one of those guys that has mentioned WWE still doesn't do it because he was only given a Z pack. Unfortunately, okay. that's a, that is a whole debate. That's a whole. Can that's of something else, but we're not going to bring that up. I'm just, it's weird to say he's one of those guys that complained about it, but also was involved in what would have been Chris Benoit's last match. Like was supposed to be his last match. Yeah, we're well, not even last match because you don't know I, from what the I hear. One of Chris the Benoit biggest... was supposed to become. The ECW champion on that night. That he's is going to be the one that is another to bring fact. in that new light in, in ECW. That is another factor in this discussion. What the hit is the biggest what if in all of pro wrestling? What if he hadn't died? What would he be doing right now? Would he still be wrestling? Would he have opened a wrestling school? Would he would be, be doing the indies? indies? Would he be on would the indies? Be seeing him right now. Where? What would Chris Benoit be doing right now? And that is one of the bigger things. So I think it's time to finally bring this bit of the show down to a close. So in conclusion, yeah. in conclusion, we're a comedy show. What we do is very simple for you guys. We take a look at the wrestling news and we try to make you guys laugh. There is no joke to be made about a man taking his fam, his wife and his child's life and then ending his own life. There is no joke to be made there. Yeah. But what we want, and we know that you guys out there, we have some very opinionated, passionate viewers, and you guys may have some different views on us. But as far as our views, Chris Benoit did a horrible thing. I think that's in consensus right now because you have to do. Thank you to those that did comment on this matter. Thank you for all being respectful of it. But the thing at the end of the day is, if you if you can go back and get enjoyment out of one of his matches, knowing what he did. That's fine, because what I definitely say is you have to, after a while, you have to separate the man from what he did and, no, separate the performer from the man, which I know might be tough for some of you than others. For me, that's what I do, because I can still enjoy a Chris Benoit match, but there's always going to be that little bit in my head that always reminds me of what he did, and that makes the experience very awkward for me, so... Yeah, it is. It is weird when you see those matches. Like, you start thinking of the what ifs. The like what you ifs. see a Benoit, you see a Guerrero, you see an Owen Hart, and you start thinking. Yeah, you get all hung God. up on the what you're ifs. Like, what could have happened now? Like, you see Owen, you're like, oh man, he could have at least had one WWE title run. Guerrero, he probably would have still been teaming up with Mysterio, Benoit, doing something Benoit. bigger. Benoit, Benoit could probably... have been on the. I would have loved to see Benoit in the Indies at this point right now. Imagine a Benoit match with JT Dunn. Oh, that would have been a strong style match. That would have been a match for the ages, in which but sadly again, we will never it's see. Sadly, so, luckily nowadays there is that check. They're able to make sure these guys are up to par and their bodies are getting ready for this because this business, it isn't for the fated heart. Sadly, is this isn't a ballet dance. This isn't something that you should be doing. Your body is getting pushed every single time you work in there and not even just when you're in the ring but what do you have to do to prepare to get in the ring 
So that's why, again, we salute those that do compete and do decide to do this every day and every single moment that they want to do this just for the passion of wrestling. But, again, 10 years later, and it's like now we're able to talk about this in a different light because we've grown and we're able to see this with an open mind. 10 years ago, we were kids. It's like, oh, my God, one of our wrestlers died. Now but it's like, now, okay, we're able to understand it. So we have the deepest respect for those who go out there and risk their lives to entertain us. And we, res- and we have the deepest respect for you guys out there for sitting through this and listening to our views on this. If you have a different opinion, that's completely fine. But these are just our views. So in conclusion, Chris Benoit, one of the best performers of all time, probably one of the nicest guys to work with, gone way too soon. But in three days, he undid a legacy of amazing in-ring work and good and just friendships and a whole lifetime of accomplishment, which is three days of just of a monstrously horrible crime. And that is sadly, that's what's going to stain his legacy for this day. And I'm sorry we have to end this part of the episode on such a somber note. But if we can leave you guys before going into commercial with just a brint, with just a blint, with just a glimmer of hope, let it be known that the wrestling world now of, 10, of 2017 and onward, as opposed to 20, 2007, is probably not going to let this happen again. So take some comfort in knowing that, thankfully, and in the 10 years since, nothing this bad has ever happened again. So we are going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be back with, hopefully, something a little more fun for you guys. And we hope yeah, that... Thank we you hope guys you, again. Thank you for sticking through us with probably the most somber segment we have ever done, and we'll be right back with some indie updates, some raw and WWE reviews, and where Mike is tonight. We'll give you that update too. So, DJ, take He's us missing. in CT. He is missing. <laughs> he is missing indeed. And we'll bring and enjoy these commercials. If the Nature Boy Rick Flair worked for Recombination Wrestling, which he doesn't because they can't afford him. He would tell you that a selection of BCW stars will be appearing at the, at the McDonald's down the street after the next event. Do you like Darius Carter, Masada, Faye Jackson, or Ace Andrews? Then they'll be there to sign your rapper, maybe, if they ask politely. And you can also meet those ridiculous GWC boys. Them boys, they're fucking hilarious. And you can go follow them on the Facebooks and Twitters at the GAWP Show and the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Woo! And also, you can go and get yourself one of them fabulous t-shirts at the Public Store slash GAWP. That once again, that's tpublic.com slash GAWP. Go and get yourself a woo! Colorful! Woo! Styling! Woo! Profiling, wheeling, dealing, jet stealing t-shirt on their T-Public store. And don't forget to support Brick Combination Wrestling. Oh, woo! Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Long Hair Ramundo reminding you of the local indies that will be happening this month. In the month of July, June 25th, at the 
LaBoom Nightclub. It's going to be FTW and Evolve WWN presenting two lovely shows featuring the likes of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Joey Janela, Rage, Matthew Riddle. There's going to be a jam-packed Sunday night. Then also, July 1st, House of Glory Wrestling will be presenting Never Trust the Snake, featuring WWE Hall of Famer Jake the Snake Roberts. Then, a little later on in July, on the same day, you will have not one, not two, but three shows in one day. When Capital Wrestling will be presenting their show all the way in Hoboken, New Jersey. BCW are presenting their show, which will also feature a seminar earlier in the day with All Ego Ethan Page. Also, it will be... Oh, Danny DeMonto is going to love this day because it will be JCW presenting their show. This is going to be one day you do not want to miss. Go to Jersey, go to Queens. Go somewhere, because if you're not at a wrestling show July 29th, what are you doing with your life? And also, in August, because why not? We're, just make sure you plan your calendar now, because this summer is the summer of wrestling, folks. It will be August 11th and 12th, because August 11th, the British are coming to Brooklyn when Battle Club Pro will have British Strong Style in the building. But the day after, the Brits are here in Queens, because Progress Wrestling will be at the Elmcore Center. This is the Indie Update. This has been Gop. Tune in to the rest of the show. Thank you. And follow the law. <laughs> well, Ben, I guess it's just going to be you and me. Wait, oh, wait, we're live. Okay. Yes. Thank you for those commercials. Wait, how did we get Ric Flair? Um, he owed me a favor. You better not be paying him because you guys still owe me from using my law office. Okay, fair enough. Well, we're back. We're back. We are, we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And as promised, time to raise the mood a little bit and talk about some happy stuff. First of all, you guys may... Well, this is not so happy because you may notice... Where the fuck is Mike tonight? Well, we could give you some convoluted answer about how he's trapped in Ray's law basement or something like that, but the truth is actually Mike is actually <laughs> Mike has come down to the Mike's under the weather tonight. We were talking to him earlier today and his voice just sounded like straight hell, just was not in the right state to do it tonight. So Mike, get better soon and hopefully you'll be back very soon. So hashtag uh, hashtag get well Mike uh, in the in the on Twitter, hashtag get well, Mike. Send us that. I don't get well. Law can stay. I'll do episodes more. <laughs> and since we have you here, let's get into the speaking of, yeah, unlike, like Mike is my tag team partner. He will never turn on me. Unlike the recent development at the top of this week. If you didn't watch Monday Night Raw, well, you missed oh. it. Big cat. But who's going to spell soft now? I don't know. The big question. Big cast oh. turning on Enzo Amore. And, oh. uh, yeah, this was... First of all, did you like this? Well, the segment felt great. It was like something that you could see coming. Because people have been saying that Cass may turn. He's going to turn. But it's like, you didn't see it that way. Corey Graves should not have been involved at all. 
It shouldn't have been. That was just weird. And then they show GTV. I'm like, wait, is Al Snow back? Are they going to do that old segment? Is Al Snow coming back? God damn it, are they bringing We want heads. We want heads. Well, he just got released from TNA, so you never know. Maybe Al Snow does come back to the WWE. Maybe he does. Who knows? The return of the ultimate jobber, but still. The ultimate jobber. Is that what Enzo Amore is going to become now that he, him and Cass are split? No, I've heard that he may go to 205. Which I think, but then you ask yourself a question, can Enzo wrestle? Oh, come on, Ben. You mean to tell me that Enzo Amore has no ring ability, can only cut a promo, only got over because he has a seven-foot-tall giant behind him? I wasn't going to say it exactly like that, but you put it more bluntly, more perfectly than I could have. So, yeah. Big Cass is destined for some really good shit if they book him right. But, again, I both am in love and do not like this idea at the same time because, yeah, it's a cool moment. And Cass and Enzo sold that promo beautifully. But especially Enzo with that single tear shit. But then I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Who does this leave in the goddamn Raw tag team division? Because, really, okay, Rhino and Heath Slater, I guess. The Hardys, okay. Uh, I, is that it? I think that's the it. Club? The club? Well, they're heels. I'm talking about Cesaro. Face, face tag teams. I'm talking about There face- is no faces anymore. Wrestling has turned into just everyone. This it's, was... a heel, it's a heel world. It's doggy dog rat rat. Trump's America. <laughs> We're going to have all huge <laughs> roster, and it's gonna be huge. There are no good guys in Trump's America. See, this is this is what we meant. We're gonna have a nice fun second half. You got the jokes in now. <laughs> Sorry for the that. politics, but it was just something that we had to throw in there. And recording our 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 our, pre- our president, our our horrible, horrible, horrible president. So okay, let's, okay, let's not get in there because then they're really gonna. Then, then we're really gonna get attacked in those comments. Ooh, feed me your rage, internet. Feed me your rage. They're already gonna disagree with the episode because of Benoit. Now they're really gonna get us because we're, we're we're denying the American president. Oh God! You know what? That wasn't Donald Trump's impression. That was an impression of Matt the Daddy Coughler doing an impression of Donald. Trump. Yeah, shout out to. Matt the Daddy Coffler. Speaking of which, are you prepared to put your title on the line with him at Great Balls what? of Fire? I'm what? You're putting your title on the line against Matt at Great no, Balls of Fire. No. My breast friend isn't going to want a title shot. I'm going to take another month off until you guys decide when one of you are going to put one-on-one. No, Matt's not going to want a title shot. Well, we'll have to ask Matt later on. That's my yes, best friend. He's not He's not going to want a title shot. We'll see about that. So, well, <laughs> who knows? Maybe he's the he maybe he's Big Cass and you're Enzo. And you always don't forget, Ray, who has the briefcase. Oh, wait, uh... I do. So, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Speaking of which, there is uh, another bit of a little bit of housekeeping to take care of this week. Um, big news coming out of Ring of Honor this week. Uh, the star who left them in the dust, the formerly mustaching, still quite dashing, formerly the American, Rose, Night- the American yeah. Nightmare, sometimes if he's on TV, Cody Rhodes has captured the ROH Championship at Best of the World 2017. So congratulations 
to the formerly prince, now king of pro wrestling, Cody Rhodes. He finally Rhodes. claimed his kingdom. This It's crazy to think. As the I don't song think Cody says, Rhodes has been in the indies for a full year yet. And he, or coming up on a year, I believe. It's about to be. It's about to be a year, but that's a. That's the weird thing. It's about to be one full year, and he's done everything you can imagine in wrestling. He competed at WrestleMania. He competed at Final Battle. He competed at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. He's done the three. Oh, and he went to Bound for Glory in TNA. So imagine that the four big pay per views in wrestling, Cody did in one year. Not just that, but competed all over the Indies, competing for companies like House of Glory, Pro Wrestling Magic, competing at PWG, at BOLA. He even did BOLA. He did fucking BOLA. He's done everything. He did House of Glory, for God's sakes, twice in the same year and put on two amazing matches with Matt Riddle and Anthony Gingo. Fuck it. Cody Rhodes is my favorite indie wrestler right now. I'm saying That's it like... That's the thing. I, I always, they're always asking... Can Cody be... To me, it's weird. I can't even refer to Cody as an indie guy. Like, he's just that good. That's like... He's gotten to the point that... The Eve really messed up with this one. They really fucked it up with him, man. And as the song states... You tried to tell me what to do. I stepped right over and through. Bow now. Now watch me as I take my throne and rule my kingdom. The song is perfect. Downstate wrote an amazing song for Cody Rhodes. I love that it's every lyric has that meaning for him. It's a meaningful song. They took song. the name because they don't want him to have the Rhodes name. But so, everyone knows it's Cody Rhodes. Call him Cody. Call him whatever you want. He's the American Nightmare. He's a Bullet Club member now. And he's the ROH world champion. But that leaves the question... Now, what happens at G1 against Okada? Okay, this is what I wanted to get to. He has defeated ROH legend Christopher Daniels in what was a great match. If you haven't watched it yet, go hunt it down. It was a great match. But Did you share it earlier? Go I to shared Ben's it earlier. Facebook. Watch. Check out my Facebook. Check out my Facebook that and check it out. Is, you know what? Watch Dave Meltzer give that a four and a half. Oh, fucking... Fuck Dave. Because it Who wasn't in Japan. Dave Meltzer. Who is Dave Meltzer? Anyway, I get he worked for Pro Wrestling Illustrated and he has like a lot of opinions, but fuck it. A lot of people give shit star ratings and nobody gives a shit. Who really gives a fuck what Dave Meltzer thinks? A lot of people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess so. But the big one question is... One day he's going to yeah. beat us. One day they're going to ask... If you do not recall, we mentioned we were in attendance for Pro Wrestling Magic a while ago. It was a great <laughs> show. And during yep. and after Cody Rhodes and Keith Lee's match, he announced, I am going to win both belts and break the internet. Well, he's won one of them. By the way, if you go back and watch clips from that match, you may notice two dudes in the background start a fuck the revival chant. If you recognize those two dudes, it's me and Mike. So, I was uh, there too, but you I just didn't want to start saying fuck the revival because... No, you were too busy holding up your, you, you were too busy holding up your sign for your buddy EC Negro. You were holding it with me. Lies. But I digress. It was, still, it was all you. I digress. It's just amazing to see. Also that day, did Cody Rhodes did give an amazing speech because let's not forget that Sunday was Father's Day. Yeah, and, and to think this speech. is also an anniversary of Dusty's passing. Yeah. Which to me is also a difficult time because it's crazy when I explain the story that Dusty and actually my father 
they shared the same birthday and did pass around the same time. My so when I met Cody, no, it's okay, man. But when I met Cody, it's like he has that passion in him that Dusty did leave great sons in this business. And he Cody, did, it's about damn time. He's finally a world champion. I can't wait to see what he's going to do at G1 against Okada. Cannot Hopefully wait, man. Hopefully they do when, not do the Xena booking and give Cody the title, please. We are going, we are big fans of Cody Rhodes, as are most people who aren't contrary bastards. <laughs> and if you're, if you're living under a rock and do not know that Cody Rhodes is in the indies, get on YouTube. Then wipe that up. crap out of your eyes. Do a Google search, you lazy bums. Just search, just search up Bullet Club. You'll see Cody Rhodes. Bullet Club, for God's sakes. But yeah, that was, congratulations, Cody Rhodes, man. I was just like, God. And dude, okay, here's the thing. Indie wrestlers, typically, the minute a show ends, they will they will go to the back, change into their clothes, get their gear, and then maybe they'll chat with people, or maybe they'll just go home. Cody Rhodes. Keith Lee leaves the ring. Keith Lee leaves. Cody stayed in his gear, in the ring, for almost 30 goddamn, pushing 40 goddamn minutes, and just talked with people. He talked to me. He took a picture with Mike, for God's sake. Cody is, he's literally, it's, it's weird to say it, he's literally a star in the spectrum. He's one in a million that he's able to do this and actually be that humble. It's sad to say that a lot of guys aren't like that, but this guy's done it all. He should have that, it's weird to say, he should have a little more of an ego, but he doesn't, and that's what's so respected in this business he is the nicest guy i have ever met and goddamn just there is not an air there is not a bad bone in that dude's body man so hats off to cody man and good luck good luck at g1 client and good luck at g1 man i hope break the internet win both belts because the and people come back to that, new york please and come, come back, to new back. York, cody oh dude he loves coming back here so yeah come on back anytime man hell Maybe even uh, come on our show sometime. Cody Rhodes, you're more than welcome to be a part of the GAWP experience. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, but come back to New York, Cra- please. Crazier things, <laughs> crazier things have happened. So what else oh, in the world? So what else happened in the crazy world of wrestling? Well, this? speaking of championships, sadly, one champion was crowned, but championships were vacated. We're speaking on indie news with EYFBO, LAX, Santana and Ortiz having to relinquish the House of Glory tag team titles. Unfortunately, yes, this was just announced a little while ago due to their commitments to Impact Wrestling, Global Force, and a lot of the work they're doing. EYFBO, otherwise known as the newest members of LAX, have unfortunately had to relinquish the titles. Honestly, I think this is for the best because... There was a period of time where the titles were on the Hardys, and we never got to see those belts here at House of Glory. So I'm just like, if in order to have a more satisfactory product, I feel like you need to have all three belts on all the shows. So the question I'm asking now is, who do you think would make a good tag team champions right now? Ray, who do you think should pick up the slack and become the new HOG tag team champions? HOG has a stat tag team division. I gotta say, honestly, either the New York Wrecking Crew or the Savages. Uh, I was thinking the exact same thing, actually. Although, 
is considering how they've been building up House of Gangone for the past few months, maybe give the belts to House of Gangone and have them freebird it. Ooh, that can work as well, but I don't see them at the moment going in the tag division. I see they them work. working, working more as they're going to dominate teams that Gangone wants to take out, but I don't see them as like going for belts at this point yet. We later on certainly. down the road, you never know. But for right now, I either see Matthew Ryan, Shapiro's New York Wrecking Crew, or The Trust, some form of those three getting the tag title, or the Super Savages, because they've been also just dominating every tag team. Well, it's going to be yeah. interesting to see who are the new HOG tag team champions that will be crowned, if I'm not mistaken, July 1st at Never Trust the Snake. Never trust a snake. Wait man. a second. They, what if Jake the Snake Roberts just gets a mystery partner, and they win the beer? Don't do not get do not get Jake the Snake's old ass in a wrestling ring. Do you want Ray? I have a question. Do you want heroes of wrestling? No, 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 Ray. Okay, I don't okay, think no. you, Ray. I don't no, think. No, you, no, okay. Ray, Next question. Shush, Next Ray, question. Ray, 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 Ray,
Thank you, Keeves. Luke can ever, see it right now on ever Twitter. Bought, ever bought one of those law t-shirts? You can just sit in a chair and rethink your life. <laughs> this is coming from the guy that pleaded, please help me do this show today. Please. I did not plead with you. That is a lie. Someone sent me a text. Is this not your number? Wait. He sent me a horse emoji. God damn it, more horses. Okay, we got to start digging into this whole horse thing in the next few weeks because this is seriously getting fucking annoying. I don't know. I'm thinking it's from you guys, but this horse keeps texting me. Hey, horse guy, if you're listening to this, hit me up on Twitter. I'd love to have a chat with you, buddy. Get you to fuck off finally. So finally, let's get to How did you get my number is my question. (laughs) Well, your number's on your office door and didn't he deliver Matt Taco Bell? Oh... Damn it, damn it! I want Taco Bell. Do they still do? Do they still? Do they still do those Doritos Locos Tacos? Or did they discontinue that? I think they still do the Locos Tacos. But again, we have President Trump, so they may deport those too. Okay, oh. back to wrestling yeah. news. Well, let's face it, Taco Bell. Taco Bell doesn't even count as Mexican food. It really doesn't. I gotta tell you, I every Hispanic person I have ever talked to in my life, whenever I even broached the subject of Taco Bell, they're always like, "It's garbage. It's horrible." And I like, yeah, I can see why because I've actually had some authentic cooking, and yeah, it puts that shit to shame. Mm. Well, what else has happened in the wrestling news? Because now I'm hungry with ta- for Taco Bell, but we gotta continue to talk about wrestling. Well, the, fi- the final small development I think is worth talking about tonight is that currently, while we're talking, a wrestling show is going on. Wrestle Circus is airing a show for free over on Twitch. Now, Ray, for those who don't know, could you explain basically what Twitch is? Okay. For most people, Twitch is used for game streaming. So that is something that you can see people play from, excuse me, oh my God, the Taco Bell's coming up. Sorry, Ben, I did have some Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) So there is NBA streaming, WWE 2K streaming. Anything you can imagine is streamed through that service. It is the new YouTube, but just better. So now, it really is. Wrestle Circus is taking advantage of this platform and it's providing their whole show, which is featuring the likes of Rapungi Vice, the Gorillas of Destiny. Uh, who else is on that show that you're not going to be just Joey, 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 Joey Ryan, Drago. Oh my God, the list is going. Wait a second. We have to talk about former Bullet Club member being on that show. Adam Cole with his lovely Britt Baker. That couple just being together is a match. It's just a perfect matchup itself. Fuck it right in the pussy. Okay, maybe Adam Cole does that. I'm not sure what they do in closed doors. (coughs) God, see, this is what I told you. Golf is going to be funny, but we just need to get one half done. Now, this is the comedy side of it. Well, my partner right Everybody now knows. Joke, so every, time, every time a bell rings, Adam Cole gets some pussy. Oh, that's it. Fuck it right in the pussy. Wait a second. That was about 20 bells. Did he just get fucked 20 times? Damn. Damn. Good luck, Adam Cole. Okay, 21. <laughs> God damn, we're going we're gonna to drain him dry. Wait, maybe he has a sunny stamina. What? <laughs> okay, but Wrestle Circus is going on at the moment. 
It's being talked about all over Twitter. Number one trend at the moment. Go watch Wrestle Circuits. Catch the replay. Hopefully, if you couldn't watch it live right now. Well, if you're listening to this, watch it after. Don't just cut us. But yeah, listen to us first, and then go and watch Wrestle Circus. And so, with all of that, well, so that does it for all the WWE and uh, indie news for the week. And so, with that, we announced these during the we announced these during the commercial break. But before we before we start bringing it down for the night, I'm not going to say our DJ has a real problem with me saying, "Oh, it's time to wrap it up," and then we keep going for ten minutes. So let's begin yeah, because the because we process. never do end the show. We never, we never do the show. Weed you, every day. you forgot. Wait, wait, Ben. What were we doing last night? Because we're both tired. Because we've been spending a whole day doing something. What did we attend yesterday, Ben? We attended brief. Wait, com- no. Correction, you attended, I was working. We, I attended along with Mike and uh, a, a mutual friend of the show, you may know him as uh, Isaac X, we attended, a sh- and our buddy Joel, and Ed the fucking ref from Grimm's Toy Show, we all attended Brie Combination Wrestling, and then there were eight at the Queensboro Elks Lodge last night, and it was an absolutely fun show. But I have to say, not their best. Uh, the past few shows have actively been better but I can't say I blame them for how the show went because uh, there were some changes last minute. I believe Bobby Fish was supposed to be there, made his NXT debut the other night. And from what I'm aware, um, Anthony Gangone couldn't make it for reasons I'm not aware of. But uh, for whatever they were, uh, Gangone, I'm sorry he couldn't make it. But regardless, it was a very fun show with some highlights. The highlight for me across the board was Gang was definitely two. The two highlights for me. Our DJ just reminded me in the chat. The first, our first highlight for me was Ace Andrews, the ace that runs the place, the ace in the hole. Ace Andrews making his BCW debut, and goddamn it, after see- seeing Ace get that big of a pop, was the best fucking thing, man. You, you were there. Just the reaction where I played his music because Lord does a lot of things and DJ is one of them. So the minute I started, I'm like, okay, let's see how this works. And just feeling how the crowd just popped. It's a great feeling to see because he's a young guy. He's starting out here in New York. And it's like, that's what you want to see for these young talents. That gives them a bright future. That match had four, four young talents in the elements Orion drove, and then Ace Andrews. It was like, okay, you can see these guys hopefully one day becoming something big, and who knows? We'll be talking about NXT, and it's like, oh, did you see Ace Andrews in NXT? That was, it'll be, can't can't wait for that day. That finally happens. Ace tore it up last night. Holy shit. He was on fucking fire in this match. The ace that runs the place is finally in BCW. And I have nothing but high hopes for him because he is not only a great wrestler, he's a good friend of the show. And the other highlight for me last night was definitely Dan Moff versus Joe Gacy. Oh my God, that match to me was just, wow. This show was not, this show had a lot of moments that didn't work for me, but this was one of the moments that worked and it was so good. Just two dudes stiffing the ever-living shit out of each other. 
this was great. The other moment before I get into this match, I got to mention this. The other moment that made me ungodly happy was a moment that made everyone else very sad. You see, uh, Talon, if I'm getting his name right, came out and cost Mike Verna his match with Darius Carter. Darius Carter gets the win. And if you don't know, me and Mike had a match. Me and Mike had a little bet going. Where we announced this a long ass time ago, like several, yep. many, when the original many. tournament bracket was created. That that tournament bracket has gone through some serious fucking changes. Oh, and Michael's Mike's original pick for the tournament was Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. I mean Friedman. It's Friedman now. And unfortunately, due to indie com- due to indie commitments, uh, Maxwell couldn't do the tournament, and so Mike chose Verna at the last minute. And basically, I forget who I, I chose. Mike Orlando, who is in the well, final. You've been cho- you've you've been with Orlando since the beginning, and luckily and, for you, Orlando is in the final four. But Mike Verna is not, which means I am your Mister G A W P in the bank, and I won the bet against Mike. Now, what does this mean for old whole milk, Mike? Well, ladies and gentlemen, are you familiar with a little? Uh, with a little uh, duo by the name of the, the psycho Superman Smiley and his faithful cohort Trixie, straight out of the Fairchild Asylum. Well, here's the thing. We were doing a live stream a while ago, and they came up with the brilliant idea of the punishment for this tournament would be getting the green mist from both of them. So, oh. Mike, in the next few weeks, we're going to pick a beautiful night in the middle of July, and we're going to get all together. We're going to get some snacks. We're going to get some, we're going to watch a movie, and then we're going to take you out in my backyard or wherever we are, and you're going to get a big old heap and helping a smiley mist right in your face. So, I'm second. happy. So thank you, Darius Carter, for winning your match. And I'm so sorry, Mike Verna. We love you. You're great. And by the way, listen to his interview coming out very soon. Stay tuned for that. And thank you so much for that. I'm not getting the miss. And Mike, feel better soon. You're going to need it. Yep. So Mike is missing today. Whoops, I'm not missing. Oh, come on. Come Come on, Ray. Don't make that mistake. Oh, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. How could I... That was a misunderstanding. Whoops. Misunderstand. Okay. My God. <laughs> what are you? Mis- well, look at you, Mr. Lawyer, being all high and mighty. <laughs> uh, okay. Poor Mike. Well, poor it's going to happen. So you will see the three of us. So everybody, go on, Twitter, the, go on Twitter and go to Mike and tag him and tell him the mist is coming soon. Oh, I'm sure he'll be delighted. But yes, that uh, yeah. that looking forward to that. That's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. And of course, uh, thank you to uh, Smiley and Trixie for agreeing to help us with that. We'll get around to that in a little bit. And what the uh, hell is I have this? Look, and I have what? What did you find? Oh my! Okay, okay I guess Ben, we're going to have to start tipping our wrestlers because check your Twitter. Chris Dickinson tweets out my first tip. Wrestlers are getting tipped after their matches now. Huh? Okay. I gotta start getting more dollars to tip people. Okay. That's interesting. And also, a little bit of an update here, just on my side of things. You may recall, a few a month or so ago, I had the opportunity, because of FTW and a good friend of mine by the name of Isaac X, who also happens to run Title Fight Graphics. Go check him out. He does good work. 
he gave me the opportunity to do commentary with him for FTW Boulevard of Broken Bones. And they liked me enough that tomorrow, well, today when this goes up, today at Laboom for FTW uh, for their next show, which I believe is called FTW Ice Cold Body Slams, I will be sitting alongside my buddy and I will be doing more commentary for FTW. So FTW's hottest rising commentator, the best, the fastest rising commentator in the NYC, the audio Avenger himself, Benjamin Falvo, is coming back to fight the world wrestling. Well, next week on the GAWP, I'll give you my critique because I'll be there. So, Ben, don't fuck up. No, if I fuck up, I'm going to get the reefer chop. Ooh, you rather get my critique because reefer's chops hurt. Oh, no, dude. I, I saw what Ace Wait, Andrews Adam Cole was. just got fucked again. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. Again. You're going to drain him dry. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and at that point, with all of that, I and every time a bell rings, we announce our social media. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you every week for listening to the General Mission Wrestling Podcast. This show would not exist without you guys. Being we out love there. you guys. Love thank you guys you so again. much. And thank you for sitting through a very somber early half of the show. We thank you very much. Oh, my much. God. Stop, Adam Cole. <laughs> oh, good God, man. Rick Baker's not going to love you anymore. God, Brian Cage. <laughs> damn. He, no, you're not a machine. Fucking Adam Cole is. Jesus Christ. Adam Cole, baby. baby. Okay. But thank so, you thank, again. Please you support, support support everything we have. Support indie, support indie wrestling because, good God, there's more than just WWE out there. Go to all the shows. There is a post on our Facebook page from a few weeks ago that we'll reshare at some point that lists all the biggest upcoming indie wrestling shows, which you will update. And go support indie wrestling because it's a hell of a lot of fun. Also, of course, because if you can buy that $150 ticket to go to a Madison Square Garden or a Barclay, just use the 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks for a ticket. Go and support that, guys that are going to do more of, than any of those WWE guys. So instead of blowing, I don't know, forty dollars on an on a Marty Skrull umbrella on pro wrestling tees, how about take that twenty that forty dollars and go to two different indie shows for the price like of one tomorrow. Marty Skrull? There's gonna be two shows. Go to FTW. Yep. Go, go to see go. Ben's commentary. Then go, go to go. WWN and see a great Evolve show. You're gonna yep. see Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and bask in his glory. See Sam. Hot Sauce. See them all. Evolve. And FTW. it's a cheaper price than a WWE ticket. And guess what? You're going to have a better time because it's going to be actual wrestling fans that enjoy the product. Hell yeah. So once again, guys, you can follow us at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. And you can follow us at the GAWP Show on Twitter. Hit us up there. And don't forget, we have a YouTube page. You can follow us at General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Hit that subscribe button. And Watch also- our last review. Watch our Extreme Rules review. Watch our Money in the Bank review. They're all there. They're getting acclaimed. Money in the bank, again, it was under the influence of alcohol, but sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you brought us some weird-ass fruit, some fruity, boozy drink, and it went straight to my head. Hey, it was good, though. It was it very helped. good. Yeah, well, cool. again, follow us there. Follow Gop on Facebook, Twitter. Do we have an Instagram? I don't believe we, we use it, but it's there. Follow there. Also, me, everything below we'll Ray Ramundo. We'll Buy our shirt. Just a minute, but hold on. Also, don't forget, you can follow, you can get yourself a General Mission Wrestling Podcast t-shirt at tpublic.com slash g 
G-A-W-P. And speaking of t-shirts, don't forget we have a contest going on right now. Don't forget to enter into the DJ Love You Long Time art competition right now. Don't forget whoever can design the best design of what you think our humble DJ looks like and get it in before July 15th. You will win a guest appearance on one episode of the show. Your design will be added to our t-shirt store for a limited time and you will also receive one free t-shirt from our store of your choosing just don't remember no nudity in the shirts we want to be able to sell these online don't forget if, if you already know what our dj please. nothing inappropriate if you if you already know what our dj looks like you can send in a picture we'll enjoy it but we won't show it online because that would ruin the secret you know and what also- i'm gonna be nice to you fans i'm gonna make sure you simpletons have a hint for all of those that have seen the movie napoleon dynamite remember pedro there yeah, you guess go. what the dj looks nothing like him Where's your hint? That's what you get for being simpleton. This is a good contest. If we're going to give you our money and actually buy you a shirt, put in the work, make us proud. Get it in before July 15th. It could be a sketch. It could be a digital drawing. Wait a second. July 15th. That's going to be a busy week, Ben. Because what's happening on the 13th, Ben? Either the 12th or the 13th, we are going to be having a very special guest on the show because we will be officially reaching episode 40 that week. Oh and we God. feel we, we needed something big for that week. So I don't think it's just big. I think it's going to be a little bit of royalty. So don't forget. He, so don't forget. On episode spreading 40, the news. coming to God. On episode 40, the king of New York. Yeah, that's right. On episode 40, we are going to be graced by the presence of the king of New York, E.C. Negro. It's going to be amazing. Merchandising. Merchandising. Oh, no. Well, no, we have a very special guest breaking into the studio. It's it's Indie Star's newest star, Boo Boo J. Schnagenheimer. Merchandising, where the real money from the movie is made. I'm Boo Boo J. Schnagenheimer, <laughs> and I am the next big show in New York City underground wrestling. Get that straight, you podcast nerds and zeros. Thank you. Nobody is going to understand that joke, but thank you to Boo Boo Chick Snoggenheimer for making an appearance. So, guys, that was awesome. So, we have a king coming on 40. We have Boo Boo making a debut tonight. We have so much in the work, guys. Summer in NYC is a great time for indie wrestling, and we, we are so happy to have all of you along for the ride. So, guys, once again, I am Avenging Ben. I am the Law Ray Ramundo. And just to, you, you know what? We love you, Mike. We're sorry you're not here tonight. I hope to see you next week. If not, eventually you'll be back. But I'll stay your line for tonight. Don't forget to join the madness. That's right, everybody. <laughs> and, just to, and just to send us all off on a positive note, let's have... Okay, just 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 before we head out, I just before we take us out, I think we should have our DJ play an appropriate song. DJ, take us out. Uh huh. I don't really care if you cry. Wait, we don't want-
on Mike to die. Should have saw the way she looked me in my eyes. No, what the heck? Where's the other song we got No, Mike's not dead. Yes. Yo. Okay, thank you again. See you guys next week. Join the madness. madness. Follow the law. We and love you, Mike. Us. We love you, Mike, and this song will take us out. See you guys next week. Mike staying in that cage. <laughs> Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge, all my friends are dead. Push me to the edge, all my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. Phantom, that's alright. Smoke, 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 smoke weed every day.